Hey, all you beautiful souls, and welcome to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. My name is Shalane Carter. I'm your host. I'm also a personal trainer, yoga teacher, meditation guide, and spiritual leader. This podcast is the perfect convergence of all things health, wellness, yoga, and spirituality, and really learning to break through limitations and open yourself and your spirit up to receiving all the abundance the universe has to offer. Each week, along with myself and many other awesome guests, you'll begin to expand your knowledge and insight on how to level up and step into your highest self. Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back to the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast. I am sitting here with Chelsea, who is not only like an amazing person and friend, like I feel so honored we met um, at the beginning of 2019. And she helps women not only deal, but heal their endometriosis. And she has created such an amazing community for those women who are struggling through um, feeling, feeling connected to their bodies. And um, I'm just so, so impressed with all of her work. So thank you, Chelsea, for chatting with us today. Oh my gosh, you are so welcome. And I'm so honored to have met you last year too. It's, I can't believe it's already been a year. This year flew by. I know. Literally, I think we met the uh, February of last year in um, a business coaching program. And right away I was like, oh, I, I love what she, she's so specific. Like, I love that you're like, I'm not just trying to make you like feel better and stuff like that. Like she has been through the ringer with endometriosis and is now taking her expertise to be able to help other women be able to live a fulfilling life. Um, tell me a little bit about kind of what your journey looked like. To this yeah, point. of course, of course. I'd love to. Um, so I was diagnosed with endometriosis in 2012 and that was after like five years of doctor's visits and being told the pain that I was having was in my head or, um, are you sure that you're in pain? I know your parents are going through a divorce. Like, is your pain real? Are you making this up for attention? Are you drug seeking? Like all of this, like, can I cuss well, on? Maybe I should be drug seeking. <laughs> I know. Should I, can I cuss on here? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like all of this random shit. Um, and so I finally had my first surgery in 2012 and that did not even help my pain at all. And so I had to have a subsequent one in 2014 And then I was put through medical menopause and like literally none of that helped my pain. I was still going to the ER all of the time, just like in crippling pain. And mind you, I was like 21 years old, like barely able to get out of bed, barely able to function. And I was just like fucking angry. Like I remember being so mad at all the doctors for not being able to diagnose me and just like being mad at my body. And so I treated myself like shit. I ate like shit. I drank all the time. I chain smoked cigarettes. I did all that terrible stuff and finally realized that that was not helping me heal at all. That was probably making me worse. And so in the summer, I think of 2014, I kind of decided to take my life into my own hands and I started playing with like diet and lifestyle and mindset tactics and all of this stuff to try to turn my life around. And I've really been able to manage my endo pain and have more good days than bad since then because of that. Um, So I can't do gluten or dairy and like everybody with endometriosis has their own food triggers and, but just that like turning point in my life, um, was really huge for me, I guess. It was, 
a turning point. <laughs> like it was exactly that. Yeah, it was just that. I was like, wait, what else? <laughs> um, but yeah, and I mean, it's been a fucking journey and like so much trial and error. Um, but now I am so grateful because I can finally, I've created a whole business out of helping newly diagnosed women with endometriosis kind of navigate their endo so that they can feel better in their skin and feel energized and happy in their body and have more good days than bad too. And it's been just like fucking phenomenal. Well, because where you started, you didn't have that. And so like, I love that you've seen a need and really filled it. Like during that time, if somebody like you would have been available, um, you, maybe your journey could have been very different and less tumultuous and less cigarettes and binge drinking and, you know, all of those things that we as human beings are like, we just don't want to feel because it doesn't feel good. So we turn yeah. to those things, you know. Um, so tell me then a little bit about, um, so how she helps women is she has built the Indo Babe Academy. That is her community. Um, tell me a little bit about your community that you've built um, for these these women. Yeah, so Indo Babe Academy is my three-month group coaching program. And it really just is like the perfect blend of like sisterhood along with like mindset and lifestyle coaching. And it's just really learning to figure out what works for your individual body. Cause there's like so much like chatter in the endo space about like, do the endo diet, go vegan, try low FODMAP, try keto, like all of these diets. And it's not a one size fits all. Every single woman's journey is unique but one thing we are all kind of bonded on is that we need community and so it's just kind of is fantastic just like the nice little blend like I said so explain to everybody for that isn't familiar with kind of the specifics of endometriosis so that way they understand like the amount of of just kind of turmoil that you got go through on sometimes like a daily basis explain to people exactly what endometriosis is yeah, so endometriosis is a full body inflammatory disease and it has an immune component. Essentially, it's where there's tissue that's similar to the lining of your uterus. It's not the same, it's like histologically similar, but it's not in your uterus, it's in your abdomen cavity. It can be in your thoracic cavity, in your brain, in your nose, like literally anywhere in your body. I think the only place they haven't. Sorry, the only place they haven't found an endometriosis lesion is in the spleen, which is interesting. I don't know why. Um, but those little tiny lesions, they imagine they're like little tiny blisters, essentially. And they bleed just like the lining of your uterus does, except it has nowhere to go except all over your abdomen. Mm. Yeah, and so it just like can like cause like this webbing and it sticks all over your organs together and like you think how bad like a blister on your finger hurts or on like the heel of your foot. Like imagine that like all over your internal organs. Well, so, your um, internal organs are constantly moving because they're digesting and you're moving physically, which then all the movement affects then all of these blisters. Yeah. And so then all of that causes like mass inflammation throughout your entire body. And so it causes like brain fog and anxiety and depression and all of this like these comorbidities and it's just like a monster of a disease and 
it's so unique because not, well, I wouldn't say no to, but a lot of women present very differently and nobody's symptoms are really the same. Like I know for me personally, I never had like really bad period pain. My pain would come like all over abdomen pain and it would just come out of nowhere, like between my periods, not correlated to my periods. And it would almost make me pass out, which is why they thought I had like GI issues for five years. Um, turns out it was endometriosis instead. Well, and I find that interesting too, that endometriosis can literally be found anywhere in mm-hmm. the body. Like I think most people attribute endometriosis to uterine pain, um, in that area at least. But the reality is like, like you said, it can travel all the way up to your brain. So some of these symptoms that you're saying are like, you know, when you go to the doctor and you're like, I feel like I don't like my mind is always foggy. I feel like I can't think straight, all of these things. And they're like, oh, you're probably stressed. You're probably this. And you're like, well, well, um, how long are you going to say that I'm stressed for that, that that's causing brain fog? You know what I mean? Yeah, totally. And I think a lot of people have like this idea that endometriosis is just like a bad period, quote unquote. But again, there are so many women that don't have bad periods with endometriosis. And the kind of crippling pain that... Like I, my flare days, which I've had one since 2014, since I like changed everything up, um, which is fantastic because it used to be like every week. Um, I wake up in the middle of the night, just vomiting. And then I get like pins and needles from like head to toe. Like my skin hurts. Like I can't move. I can't think straight. Like my, just getting like sharp stabbing pains, like all over, like up my vagina in my abdomen, like everywhere. Um, and that used to be all the fucking time. So it's like so much more than just like a bad period, you know? Right. Well, and, and it's interesting because I really feel like, like that, like, okay, so this is, we kind of glazed over this, but can men get endometriosis because it can be found anywhere in the body? Um, so I know that trans men that okay. have uterus and such I know that they can have it I don't know if it's ever been found in like a actual man you know like a born male chromosome like a chromosomal male what what triggers like the development of the lesions um so they it's like an inflammatory response they also respond to the hormones of the menstrual cycle Mm. excess estrogen and stuff like that Okay, it's not probably, at least to me, that is why people would attribute it with like bad periods. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. as opposed to it being an actually like an anti inflammatory, like a, a response from the body. Like, yeah, so it's actually very similar to an autoimmune disease. It doesn't have like all of the characteristics, so they don't quite qualify it as one, but it's very, very similar in the way that it acts and is. So then when you um, are coaching some of these women, what, walk me through some of the processes because you said everything is um, so different from person to person. How do, you, um, how do you help people who, especially when they are freshly diagnosed, it's very debilitating and frustrating to feel like your body is letting you down. Um, how do you walk people through that time in their life? Well, number one, we start with that idea right there that your body is not broken 
your body's trying to fight as best as she can and like just being grateful. And instead of having all of these like negative connotations towards yourself and this anger and this hate and making all these choices from that angry and fearful place, just really choosing love and making choices from a position of love. So it's a lot of journaling and then like obviously just learning about your body and endometriosis in general so that when you do go to the doctor's office, you don't get taken advantage of or mistreated or told to just go home. It's a bad period or you're just drug seeking and then not giving you medicine. So it's just like a lot of empowerment that way. Um, we work on learning their individual trigger foods. Cause as I, I think I mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. um, everybody's trigger foods are so different. And so like for me, I can't do gluten and dairy, but like I can do literally everything else. Um, I have a client who's allergic to broccoli. I have like another client who can't do tomatoes. Like there's just like all these foods that are supposed to be quote unquote healthy that are triggering all of these like endo symptoms, these inflammatory symptoms, these like just not sitting well with your body. And so it's really like we were talking about before the, this podcast, um, listening to your body yeah. and connecting with your body and stop all of this resistance and trying to fight your reality, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and I think too, it's one of those things that we talked about this prior, like there are so many food combinations and so many ways to make food taste great. And the availability of like gluten-free, dairy-free and stuff like that is so available. Um, you really live in a time that if you're going to have endometriosis and you're going to struggle with these things, like you actually have so much available to you as other alternative options that are still just as wonderful and letting go of that expectation of, of, or judgment, like, Oh, I can't have that. Yes. Instead of like just doing things like reprogramming of like, but I can have this, I can have like all of the opportunities instead of all of the downfalls. I love that. Yes. Well, and that's a huge thing we also work on is thinking with like an abundance mindset instead of, Oh man, I can't have this food, whatever it's, mm -hmm. I'm choosing not to have this food because it will make me sick. Right. I still get to have all of this other amazing food. And so you're like reaffirming to yourself why you're not having it. It's not just because you can't have it. It's because right. you literally feel better without it, you know? You're like, I'm choosing for my highest good, which means not choosing this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And just like really empowering them to reclaim their power and know that they do have choices in their entire life. They have choices on the doctors they pick, the thoughts they think, the food they eat. Like they are not disempowered and it can feel so disempowering when you're in so much pain all the time, you know, and being told and dismissed that you don't, that your pain's not real. What are, what are some, um, what are some tools that you teach people besides like food in order and like kind of mindset stuff? I know we've talked about a little bit briefly at one point about like seed cycling and some other things that you can kind of do to help with your endometriosis, like help and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, seed cycling is just a way to like gently and naturally like kind of balance your hormones using just seeds. And so incorporating them into your diet to kind of help regulate your menstrual cycle to the moon, essentially. Mm -hmm. It takes about three months. And within those three months, it can help like shorten your periods, like reduce period pain and just like regulate your period to 28 days, which is insane. I feel like every woman should do that. Forget if you have endometriosis, like <laughs> who doesn't want to regulate their period and like 
have a little bit more awareness of their body like and like and that's the thing is really like you're you've done this beautiful way of taking people that feel kind of almost outside of their body and putting them back into their body in a healthy way not in a pain-filled you know negative environment but like their internal world begins to completely shift because it's not the focus on the disease itself it's about the living you know as opposed to the the all the negativity that can kind of fester during that oh my gosh thank you (laughs) I like I love like if you don't follow her so she's on Instagram at um Chelsea Bree so C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A three A's B-R-I um but she gives so much information and honestly she posts um I love all of your posts that have so much information you literally just have to look at her feed to be like oh I could do all of these things for myself as a woman to just help to heal my body even if you don't have endometriosis like the way that you speak about women's bodies I think is so empowering um and and not just in a only if you have endometriosis I think across the board um I just really love that um you're actually doing a master class on the 10th for your Indobabe Academy. So for your program where you teach women all of these things, tell me a little bit about what's going on in your masterclass. Yes, um, so the masterclass is how to like figure out a way to deal with your endometriosis in a way that works for you individually. Because there is so much noise, like I was saying at the beginning of all of these, like you should do this and you should do this, but it doesn't always work in case in point most women that do like quote unquote the endo diet which we didn't talk about on this that's like a whole nother just like the super restrictive diet like no gluten dairy no soy no red meat no alcohol no caffeine no processed foods no trans fats no like literally nothing you can have like lean meat and veggies and some fruit and, and that's long term when really you think about a not only if you're only eating those things that's all the nutrients you're getting is just what's in those things and there's so many other nutrients that you need that are probably not super abundant in just those things but like long term who can do that for if you can tell me you can do that for the rest of your life and absolutely go for it but that's why i tell anybody if you can't keep a diet up without one single cheat for an entire year then don't go on it because it's not worth it Exactly. Well, and I think it's just such BS because the way that they market it is like this end all be all endo cure. And it's like, no, fuck no. Most women who look at that, myself included, are so overwhelmed by how much you have to cut out. You're like, wait, how am I supposed to live my life? Like, all I'm going to be concentrating on is food when I feel like shit, you know? And then most women that go on that diet don't even feel great, you know? Well, and that contributes, A, that increases stress. And if, if stress increases inflammation, mm-hmm. and inflammation is an issue and a trigger for endometriosis, mm-hmm. you're literally perpetuating your problem. Oh my God, yes, 100%, exactly. Yeah, it's just such BS. And so that's what my masterclass is focusing on, is figuring out, I'm going to give you guys three pillars, my three pillars um, for how to manage endo in a way that works for your individual body so that you can have more good days than bad. Who wants days where you're like crippled in pain and like throwing up? And I, I think too, there's so much like, honestly, like I know more people than not that have some type of like autoimmune disease. I mean, I couldn't tell you, I worked in the beauty industry for years and years and the amount of women that have endometriosis 
you know, all of these other like immune disorders and things that are triggered by this is literally astronomical. Like I would say it's probably one out of three at least. And some kind of, yeah, yeah, Yeah. some kind of issue with that. And so being able to look at it in a realistic way of like, okay, it's not the end all be like, this isn't a death sentence. You don't have to live like this. Like you don't have to live in constant pain. Here are some ways that you can kind of do it. And everybody needs support. Like that's why there's AA. That's why there's all of these systems that are put into place for people who are trying to evolve out of the space that they're in. If you're in a space of like, I hate my body because it's, it's got endometriosis and it's, and it's doing this to me and I'm in pain all the time. In order to evolve out of that like area of your life, you have to have others because you are, you know, they, what's the saying? Like you are the five people that you surround yourself most with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Surround yourself with those people, like people like you who are like, no, you're, you're not a victim. You are empowered in your choices. Let's just make a different choice. Here are some of the options. Like, tell me how it went. Let me know how it goes. How can I support you? How can I help you? Let's come up with recipes. Like, exactly. That is in and of itself, like so valuable. And I think so under underestimated as far as the power of transformation too. Yeah, totally. And I think, um, I just forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I love when that happens. You're like, I got so much going on in my brain that I'm thinking that it's now all gone. The end. <laughs> what were you just saying? <laughs> um, I, I was saying how putting women um, in a space where they don't feel like they have to live in, like their life isn't living in that pain. Like you have to surround yourself with other people like yourself in order to like shift into that next level of living, really. Totally. And I still forgot what I was going to say, but I'm just going to piggyback off that now. (laughs) It'll come to me in my sleep. (laughs) Are you like, coming back? (laughs) Um, But yeah, I think that's also like a huge part is surrounding yourself with people who are going through the same thing and who are also choosing to better themselves and make the positive choices. I remember what I was going to say, because you're not going to be pain-free all the time, you know? Like, that's why I said more good days than bad, because I'm not pain-free all the time. We have a debilitating disease. It's one of the top 20 most painful conditions to live with in the world. Um, but having days that you have pain are like less of those days and still figuring out a way to make a happy life despite those days, you know? Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Have you ever read, uh, Victor Frankl's, um, Man's Search for Meaning? No. Um, so I, the only reason I bring it up is because, um, he's, his, the main theory of the book is not just like, they're like, oh, you have freedom, you know, that that's the basic human right is freedom. And he said, no, it's not, that can be taken away. You're, you can choose. He was a, a prisoner in a, um, um, during world war two in one of the, um, camps. And so of course they're tortured. He's like, my freedom has been taken away. And I'm tortured on a daily basis, like, you know, pulling fingernails and all of those things that are just horrific to do to another human being. He's like, but I get to choose how I respond. Mm. I choose to see every single day. He's like, and so he kind of goes through some people that were in the um, camps with him um, that once they decided that they were kind of like when they have hit that giving up point, how quickly their health deteriorated and they died 
as opposed to the people that were like, no, they're coming for us and opportunistic and always kind of seeing the silver lining or, you know, sunny disposition, whatever you want to call it. And that being the, that being the beacon of health and, and keeping your body going. It's really incredible. But I feel like you're very much a testament to that. Like you're, you're choosing, you're choosing daily to how you're going to view your body, view your health, how you're going to view the change for those things. So I just love you. And I'm, I'm so, so glad we got to have this conversation. I think you're going to be such an impact on the, that community in general, especially for those that need the sisterhood. So for those of you who do have so resonated with this conversation and either know somebody or are suffering from endometriosis, you can always go follow her on Instagram um, at Chelsea Bree, C-H-E-L-S-E-A-A-A, three A's, B-R-I. Um, or you can go sign up for um, her masterclass, the Endo Babe Academy masterclass on starts, uh, it happens on the 10th. Um, so you can sign up for that um, and enrollment opens that day as well too, correct? Yes, for the next round of Endo Babe Academy, which starts on February 24th. Perfect, so where can they um, enroll in the masterclass? So they can enroll in the masterclass at the link in my bio on Instagram. Perfect. Make it easy. I love it. She's yeah. like, listen, just we've given out the Instagram and it'll be in the show notes as well. So if you need a link to just kind of click through, you can do that. Um, again, thank you so much, Chelsea, for sitting having this conversation and just sharing your like light with the world. I just admire you so much. And I'm so, so grateful for you being here to teach all my people. Oh, thank you. It was so much fun being here. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you. So if you are loving this conversation, loving the Eat, Pray, Slay podcast, go ahead and take a screenshot, share it with um, your, share it with us on Instagram. You can tag me at Shalene Carter and at Chelsea Bree and let us know your biggest takeaways. Were there some aha moments like, hey, I had no idea I could have endometriosis in my brain. Um, and let me know like your thoughts and stuff like that. We'd love to to see that or you can always write us a review as well on itunes so thank you so much we'll chat soon bye chelsea bye